we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 if y'all heard him yesterday on here, he was sounding very congested. So What's wrong with him? I couldn't tell you. But you remember yesterday he was very congested sounding. He said he was feeling sick. He took a COVID test. It wasn't that, allegedly. Uh, okay. Yeah, so he'll uh, be joining us from home this morning. All right. Now, okay. the, there's a lot going on um, here in New York City because the U.N., uh, if the United Nations, they have all these meetings. I, I know Joe Biden got in yesterday. He'll be giving his speech this morning at 1030. I know Vladimir Putin gave one yesterday. Vladimir Putin was in the in. Yeah, in I think he York? spoke yesterday. Ain't there a whole war going on? I thought he was like... 
Let me see. I'm pretty sure because I was watching it on the news. Yeah, I'm looking at CNN now. The headline is Putin orders more troops and biggest move since invasion. I don't think they would he'd be welcomed in New York. Yeah, he right gave now. an address. Well, maybe it was virtual. Yeah, it had to be. But virtual. I know he definitely with these. Uh, it was his first live speech since February 24th. Yeah, if he was in New when York, Russia I'm going home. Invaded Ukraine, so yeah. It, but I mean, you know, all the world leaders for the UN. This is the the time that they come here. That's why they keep telling everybody it's gridlock alert. I didn't know gridlock alert wasn't a thing in other cities because I was telling somebody I was like, yeah, I'm supposed to go to this event, but it's a gridlock alert, so I'm not trying to go to Manhattan. And somebody was like, what does that mean? Uh, yeah, I don't know if they have it in other cities. I mean, yeah, I didn't realize that. But yeah. gridlock alert for everybody out there means lots of traffic. So try to avoid certain areas. If you're in New York, they're like, take the train. It's a gridlock alert day. I would think they would have it in other cities. Like, I, I would think Atlanta would have it or uh, even Los Angeles. places. That I would have thought so, too. But yeah. I'm telling you, I told two people and they were like, what does that mean? Mm. So I didn't want to take it for granted that everybody knows what that means. So. Well, all I know is, man, this morning we have some icons living. We have uh, two two people that come from a show that I consider a cultural institution. And that show is a different world. They are celebrating 35 years of a different world. We have Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy Woo-hoo. on Breakfast Club this morning. Okay. We're going to get all of the scoop. It's 35 years since A Different World came out. And this weekend, they're having like a whole marathon. And Kadeem Hardison did uh, TV One's Uncensored. So we'll be discussing all kinds of things that we never knew. A lot of behind the scenes things. Yes, indeed. Uh, So we'll talk about it all this morning. We got front page news up next, right, Yee? Yes. And let's talk about the Department of Justice. They have announced charges against 47 people. They stole, well, allegedly, they're accused of stealing $250 million from a federal program that was designed to provide meals for needy children during the pandemic. Okay, we'll talk about it when we come back. It's the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth 
issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Yep. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy will be joining us shortly. But right now, it's time for Front Page News. What we got, Yee? All right. Well, the Justice Department announced charges yesterday against 47 people. They've been accused of stealing $250 million from a program. It's a Minnesota-based nonprofit, Feeding Our Future, that is supposed to be for providing meals for needy children during the pandemic. They said this is the largest COVID-19-related fraud uncovered by investigators to date. So... Some of these charges include conspiracy, wire fraud, money laundering, and paying and receiving illegal kickbacks. The defendants set up a network of shell companies that were connected Feeding Our Future to exploit the federal child nutrition program. And the program was expanded by Congress at the start of the pandemic to allow more organizations to participate. So the the DOJ is alleging that despite Feeding Our Future's knowledge of their own fraudulent claims, they still submitted them to the Minnesota Department of Education, which administered and oversaw the federal program for the state. That's great. When is the Justice Department, the DOJ, going to bring charges against the people who were behind the attempted coup of this country on January 6th? Anybody remember that? (laughs) Remember that? Are there still trials going on? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think they wrapped on all of that. I really don't know. I have no idea. All right. Now, they obtained and dispersed dispersed more than $240 million. Now, the defendants claim to be feeding thousands of children per day, and they allegedly submitted false invoices for food served to the children and lists of fake names to show who was fed. That's crazy. Uh, All those children that could have used that food, and instead Mm -hmm. they're setting up fake names and fake people. 
All right, now, earlier I was talking about the traffic here in, in, uh, in Gridlock Alert. What well, is the first day of the United Nations General Assembly? So they said the U.S. will have three core priorities tackling global food insecurity, addressing global public health threats, and defending the charter and reforming the U.N. And I know later this morning we'll be talking about, um, you know, what Vladimir Putin had to say yesterday. And also Joe Biden is going to be speaking this morning at 1030. All right. Now, New York City weatherman was fired over leaked news, and he said he's taking this opportunity to share his truth. He's an Emmy-nominated New York City meteorologist, and... Apparently, uh, there were leaked nude screenshots from an adult webcam site. His name is Eric Adam. And he said he was initially suspended and later terminated. <laughs> I, not, the not the mayor. I, know, I know the mayor shaking in his boots. Like, yes. what? That's not the mayor. <laughs> uh, now, he explained that the nude appearance question was indeed 100% consensual. And he also apologized to his former fellow Spectrum team members. He said... Um, my psychiatrist calls my actions compulsive behavior. Others would call them reckless, stupid, or brazen. I'm not in a position to argue with any of these descriptions, despite being a public figure and being on television in the biggest market in the country in front of millions of people five days a week. For more than a decade and a half, I secretly appeared on an adult webcam website. On this site, I acted out my compulsive behaviors while at home by performing on camera for other men. It was 100% consensual on both of our parts. I wasn't paid for this, and it was absurd of me to think I could keep this private. Nonetheless, my employer found out, and I was suspended and then terminated. I'm sure that's a, a violation of some type of you know, moral and ethical rules, but is that a crime, though? And in yeah, well, he's not being charged with anything. He just got fired. I know, and in 2022, is that a fireable offense? Because, Lord have mercy, I want y'all to think about how many people out here uh, have put out nudes over the last 10 years. That's what I be trying to tell this generation. The stuff that's normal to them, and the future going to really get them jammed up. Because how many of them got nudes out here just out and about on social media, topless or whatever else? Well, he also wants to let people know, and the news directors across the country, he said, those who will make the ultimate decision on whether or not to hire me in the future, please judge me on the hundreds, thousands of hours of television that I am so proud of and that my employers have always commended me for, and not the couple of minutes of salacious video that is probably going to soon define me in our clickbait culture. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's wild because it feels like nudes are so, so regular now. So how many... Well, there was a politician recently that had to step down, too, because her, uh, her nudes got leaked. That was a, a couple of months ago. Her nudes got leaked from back in the day. I'm like, is that something to be getting rid of people over now? Yeah, and somebody actually took some screenshots without his consent, and I guess that was uh, just... That's how people found out about it. Mm. But I don't think that's the reason for somebody to not be able to do their job. I agree. I mean, he, he without nudes, or she without nudes, cast the first stone, or whatever the Bible says. And he could really come out on top if he gets... You said a, he's a top? I said he could come out on top oh. if somebody else hires him. They said he has gotten at least one job offer since this happened, so I don't know what it's for. Do the weather naked. But hopefully this will, you know, maybe give him some more attention and be, still be able to work. <laughs> you didn't even say his name. Eric Adam. And you oh, just Eric said Adam. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that ain't going to work. He, gonna have to, he, he need to get like a, uh, what's his porn name? What's his name when he's I on the I don't know. He's not, a, he's not a porn star. <laughs> he he got to change his name. He's too close to the mayor and in New York. It's not going to work. He need better name recognition. Now, he said he is seeking professional help for his compulsive behavior, though. So, I do feel like, I mean, he had to know somebody was going to find out, though. You're an Emmy-nominated weatherman in the biggest market in yeah, the country. Some yeah. Somebody's going to find out. So, that's so what it is. All right, well, that is your front page news. Oh, uh, that's right. I am tired, damn it. What's today, Wednesday? 
You just said it. Wednesday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, get it off your chest. You want to call up right now, tell us why you're blessed. If you want to tell us why you're mad about something, you want to vent, whatever it is, we have the phones open for you. 1-800-585-1051. Reach out and touch us right now. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Andy. Andy, what up, Andy? Andy, why you sound so what sad? Up, what happened? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Why do you sound so sad? I said, life is tough, man. You know what I mean? Talk life to me, tough. brother. Talk to me. What's up, yeah, bro? So, so I, was, I was at a, a, um, a family dinner. And uh, I brought my girlfriend with me, right? And uh, she, she's very close with the family, you know what I mean? Like, she, she's, uh, she, she's like, a, like a family friend in, in a way, kind of. So, like, boom, we're having a, we're having a ball, right? We're in, we're, on, we're on this table, we're eating, all that. And then I leave, and then in the corner of my eye, I see my cousin kind of talking to my girl. Mm. Right? Right? Crazy love. And... I would try to experiment, like, you know, see what's going on, like, try to, like, read the room this way, and then, what's it called it? I see them go, like, like leave together, right? What? And she thinks I'm in the bathroom. I'm just, like, watching. Mad far, right? And I see them go to, to his car. I don't know exactly what they did. I, I have a feeling they did the, right? But... That's not your girl yeah. anymore, bro. Yo, but that, I've been hurt for over, like, three weeks. My own cousin, bro. So did yeah. you say anything? Uh, nah. You ain't even say, hey, yo! Yo, where y'all nah. going, yo? Yo! No. Well, that's I- not your girl, bro. This, I mean, it's... I know it's difficult. I know your cousin did you dirty, but you gotta move on now, man. You live and you learn. You can't trust your cousin. Yeah. And and, and that young lady, you should never. Speak are you to gonna go again. to their wedding? Yo, shut up, man. What you say? I'm sorry. Are you gonna go to their wedding? Like, what if they, you know, end up together and they soulmates and stuff like that? You know, I'm always support family. True, what? true. Have you had a wow? Con- have you had a conversation with her? Right now, so I'm outside her crib right now. So you know what I mean. Don't do I'm nothing not stupid, bro. Why are you outside her crib? You see what's going on. So no. this just happened. So you're nope. Not a good idea. I missed it, bro. Nope, not a good idea. Bro, you need you know to leave. You need is, to go. Man. You need to go back yeah. home and make yeah, a phone I'm call. Call her. I'm kind of too far into this. Now no, you're not. sir. She you're made not. a choice. Now That's you right, got man. a choice. Wasn't you? Adam, where you calling from? Uh, um, I'm calling from Flushing. Oh, you in New York? All right. Don't risk your uh, livelihood. What's because... your What's your license plate number? What you driving? My, <laughs> my license plate number. Yes. If anybody out there know Adam, please go get this brother before he do yeah, something. Adam, his name was Andy. Andy, He's whatever the hell is laughing, but you know what's going on in there. You know what's happening, so it make no sense to uh, you know to do anything. So it's over. Just you know, drop her. It's de- it's done. It's done deal. You don't mess with your cousin no more. Keep it moving. God showed you this for hey. a reason. There's nah, plenty right, of fish right, to see. Right. More importantly, get from right. our, get in, get from in front of that woman's house where you make a mistake for you do something stupid, my brother. Like seriously, yeah, like all jokes, right. like get out the way, bye, beat beat it, like get yeah, off, right. get off, back about the driveway, get out of that girl's uh block, go home, right. take a breath, take a nap, wake up in the morning, 
or wake up later this afternoon and uh and, and, and think this. this through. You're not thinking yes. you're not thinking this through right now, bro. I feel you, man. Yeah, I like you, man. I like you too, bro. And I don't want you to make a mistake. Okay, I don't want you to do yeah. nothing stupid that's gonna cost you your freedom or you know possibly hurt somebody. DJ Envy, you're a good guy too. I like you too. And Angela, I love you too. I like, I like you too, man. All right, get go away home. from that house, like Charlemagne said, bro. It's, go it, to it sleep. Ain't worth it. Go home. Go to sleep. You're not with for no more. Just, just you know, go to the strip club tonight, man. Go to another club, but that's that's not. Or what you stay need home. To be. All right. Hey, hey. Don't say I ain't, I ain't, but I'm serious. We, we we're giving you some great Even advice, bro. The way you're bro. saying I ain't is. I'm for sure, for sure. I go for show for show me, Andy, man. Get your ass out of here, bro. Start the car and go. Hey. Let me hear you start the car, bro. <laughs> All right. Go home, Andy. Oh, boy. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Well, yesterday technically was my birthday. All right. Happy birthday. Happy belated, King. Everybody's birthday. This must be the most popular birthday month, I feel like. Virgo Virgo season. You know what I mean? Let me find out if that's true. Lay back. Yeah, you got to find out, Angela. <laughs> Happy belated anyway. to Jay Electronica, too. It was just his birthday. Word, word. Shout out to Jay. Um, real quick, man. Anyone, any boss females out there want to buy a porta potty guy lunch today? You know, please hit my cash app. <laughs> Dollar sign, Sean Stone TV. And one more thing, too. Uh, Sean, man, you said something yesterday about Bobby Schmurter, right? Yes, sir. What I said, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, nah, this ain't yeah, nothing about yeah, Bobby Smurda. I said something about the guy who was uh, who lied on Bobby Smurda. Yeah. So you, but you said something yesterday. You said that you don't think Bobby Smurda could even sue the guy because he it would seem like he's homophobic. How you get that out of that? No, I said no. That's not that's not what I said, Sean Stone. I said oh, I said in this era, I said we live in an era where people would probably say he's homophobic well, for why suing would him say that, Sean? because they'll be because they would say, well, what's wrong with being gay? What's no, wrong with being no, gay? No, but, but Bobby is not. No, they would say what's wrong with a joke. Gay. Bobby is suing. If Bobby did sue him, Bobby will be suing him because he lied. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you, the, lie, the lie would come from slander and defamation. So you would have to say that. You would have to say def, defamation. You have to prove malicious intent. So that people, I can see these idiots saying things like, "Well, what's wrong with being gay? What's wrong with?" Yeah, I can yeah, see that. Yeah, Look at that. Think about yeah, the era that we're in. Yeah. But he's not suing the dude because the dude is gay. Well, he's not suing he's him suing at all, I don't think. He's not, yeah, he's he's not, not suing, suing him at all. all. <laughs> but but, but, but the, it's a narrative that Charlamagne pushed that saying, if you, if you you know, say anything or you stick up for yourself, oh, you homophobic. I, I don't see that. Sean, that shut up, man. You projecting on me right now. You're not listening to no, what I'm I said. Not. Yes, you are. Well, by the way, September is the most popular month for birthdays. The Word. most popular birth date Damn. is... And Actually, yes. September 9th. Sean's so hurt over Trav still no, that no, you're projecting on me. You didn't no, even listen to what I said. Man. I'm just I telling you that it. I promise you that in this era Girls. right here, if you sue Girls. somebody for defamation yeah. over that, I guarantee you it'll be at least one idiot oh. that'll start yeah. something online saying, hey, Bobby Smurda homophobic. What's wrong with being even called gay? Even yesterday oh, you gosh. said you, you wanted to listen to that, that, that fake pastor in Brooklyn that got his, his church guy robbed. Like, you shouldn't want to listen to no false prophet that portray and show you that they're false prophet. You know what I mean? Why do you... Why, 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 but and listen to what you just said. You said the man got robbed, so he's a false prophet because he got robbed? No, nah, not because he got robbed. It's because he ain't got no truth inside of him. 
I, I don't know that. That's why I want to hear his word. I've never heard his word. What word? You seeing this through the body? You have a great birthday, man. Bye, Sean Stone. That's why nobody like to talk to you. Hang up on him, Brandon. Jesus Christ. Nobody like to talk to you, Sean Stone, because you're so negative for no reason. Gracious. You don't know if that man got truth in him or not. I never heard his word. That's why I want to hear it. <laughs> All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Well, man, since we are talking about things online and defamation and all of that, let's talk about somebody who's being accused of cheating on his wife. One woman came forward and shared her claims. Now two other women have come forward. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy. Damn. You live from the toilet this morning, huh? What is happening? You live from the toilet, huh? Why do you sound like a echo? He was just bragging about it. You know you can put this on your laptop and it sound way better. It don't sound good? All right, there you go. Whatever you're doing now sound all right, but before you sounded like a struggle rapper. Goodness gracious. Well, everybody, we all Nope. 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 Go back to where you were before, sir. Don't don't try anything new. You sound like one of the struggle rappers Ari Lennox trying to avoid. Let's get to the rumors. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. All right, Donda Academy. Let's talk about enrollment in that school. That's Kanye's school. He has a few requirements before your child can enroll at that school. He's going to charge fifteen thousand a year for tuition, and you also have to sign an NDA, allegedly. So reports of this California Christian private school started um, people talking once the announcement was made. The academy, of course, is named after his his mother, Donda West. And they said there is a level of secrecy that is cemented with a signature from those who choose to attend, according to a report by Rolling Stone. Right now, the school is unaccredited, but they have applied uh, to be able to get those credits. And its curriculum will include finance, pointers from NBA players. Direct access to Kanye and his industry connections, a school's choir, which will participate in Kanye's Sunday service, as well as fashion and other creative interests. Does the school require you to read? Like, why would you send your child to a school where the founder of the school says he doesn't read? We all know Kanye is a great marketer, but being the founder of a school and saying you don't read is terrible marketing, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. he said on several <laughs> different occasions that he just does not read any books. He not, read. not only did he say he doesn't read, he compared reading to eating Brussels sprouts. First of all, Brussels sprouts are amazing. Especially when they're like crispy. Ooh, out the air fryer? Oh mm-hmm. my God, I love Brussels sprouts. They're high in nutrients, they're rich in antioxidants, they're high in fiber, they're rich in vitamin K, rich in vitamin C. So maybe C. he was saying he loves Brussels sprouts and he loves to read. <laughs> no, they reduce <laughs> inflammation, but guess what? Kanye doesn't know any of that because he doesn't, he doesn't read. read. <laughs> exactly. But, but it's not accredited though, right? Not yet. They've applied. Uh, so, you know, I guess they're hoping to get this uh, a credit from an agency that does all the academic institutions in California. So they've applied for it. I mean, it's great that, you know, somebody like that has a school because, you know, like he will instill things in that school that I'm sure other schools won't. But it just sounds crazy when you're the founder of a school and you say you don't read. Now, what right? do you think about signing an NDA to go to school, too? I mean, right now, I think it's kindergarten to eighth grade. Right now, the enrollment is just under 100 participants and 16 full-time teachers. That might, they might have some practices there that they don't want people to know in other schools and they do it a different way. I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with it. It's Kanye. I, mean, I don't care that it's Kanye. I don't want my child signing no NDA to go to school. Yeah, that's really a young age to be signing an NDA for a kid. <laughs> well, it's not the kids, it's the parents. It I mean, is the kids. Be... They're the ones there. Yeah, but the parents are signing the NDA, and he might do practices that they don't want other don't schools know. to do or other schools to learn. Or, or what if wife? the kids go and talk to each other? Yeah. Then what? What difference does it make if the parents yeah. say something? Isn't it about 
the kids will tell other kids. Yeah, that sounds very cult like. Like, why would yeah, I want to want filming in there? If they got celebrities coming by, they might not want filming or people to see who stops see that. by and all that other stuff. So maybe that's the reason for safety too. They don't want people coming in and out and knowing where it is and things so like that. So you would go know. to you would have your kids sign an NDA to go to school, kindergarten to eighth grade. It's not accredited. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have my kids go to that school, but I understand why he would want to do that. I'd have to hear more about that. I'd have to hear more why 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 kids would want to why you'd want kids to sign an NDA. I gotta hear more. I don't want film in there, you know. Mm. I don't want film where you. At I don't right think now. kids film in school anyway. Right, like you're not allowed to use your phone in school, or do anything like that. Kids all right, use their phone in school all day long. That's why you always see the the fights and everything that goes on in the classroom. That is true. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you're going to stop a you know fifth grader, and what are you going to do if they film? Then what? They get kicked out. Mm-hmm. All right, now Adam Levine is denying that he had an affair physically, but he did admit that he crossed the line. This is all after an Instagram model, Sumner Stroh, has come forward with these claims on TikTok. I was having an affair with a man who's married to a Victoria's Secret model. At the time, you know, I was young, I was naive, and I mean, quite frankly, I feel exploited. I wasn't in the scene like I am now, um, so I was definitely very easily manipulated. Maroon 5 is practically elevator music at this point, so I'm sure you know who Adam Levine is. After I stopped talking to him over, you know, a period of months, this is uh, how he came back into my life. He said, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. I was like, I'm in hell. Like, I have to be in hell at this point. I had sent some screenshots recklessly to a few friends I thought I trusted, and one of them had attempted to sell to a tabloid. All right. Well, Adam Levine, who, as you know, is the frontman of Maroon 5, um, admitted that he did cross the line. By the way, he's married to Victoria's Secret model, Bahati Prinsloo, and they're expecting their third child right now. And so he said um, that he does uh, have he did not have an affair, but he said, I crossed the line during a regrettable period of my life. In certain instances, it became inappropriate. I have addressed that and taken proactive steps to remedy this with my family. So he apologized, and they do have two kids together. Like we said, one on the way. He said, my wife and my family is all I care about in this world. To be this naive and stupid enough to risk the only thing that truly matters to me was the greatest mistake I could ever make. I will never make it again. I take full responsibility. We will get through it, and we will get through it together. I don't know what to tell you other than white men cheat, bro. Okay? <laughs> white if men he would have named that child. Black men don't cheat. After, a woman, right? after this woman, if he would have named that child Sumner, can you imagine? It's a great name. Listen, social media... Everyone's desire for attention should reduce infidelity in this country significantly, right? It doesn't. It should, though. Like, there's no way you think people are keeping things we secret We just know in this about era. it more now. I know. And now two other women, by the way, have come forward. And so after that hey. happened, a woman named Allison Rosef shared her alleged direct messages, including one that was sent from him to her that read, I shouldn't be talking to you. You know that. You know that, right? And so she said a lot of her friends knew. That's they insane. were shocked. And then another woman came forward, a comedian named Marika. She went on her Instagram story to share her alleged DMs. And he said, I'm now obsessed with you. And she said, dude, aren't you like married? And he responded, <laughs> like yes, but it's a bit complicated. Stuff gets hard and the vid thing didn't help. I might get away. See, for, for, first of all, you shouldn't cheat, period. That's number one, especially when you're married. You should honor your vows. But also, why would you do that in this digital era? You know all of that yeah. stuff going to get saved for screenshots yeah. and stuff later. All right, this well, day and age, you bugging. Come on, man. Well, according to reports, his wife is very upset over these claims, even though he's trying to make things better. He's committed to his wife. He wants to make things work. He says he did not have an affair. And don't get me wrong, you're bugging in any area that you cheat in when you're married. But God 
devil damn in this era well that is your rumor report all right now we got front page news next what we talking about you have to fix this man you sound disgusting yeah you gotta fix this (laughs) all right are you drinking out the toilet (laughs) <laughs> Maybe. Are you using a straw? Out the toilet. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Hurricane Fiona, and it's on the way to Bermuda. Turks and Caicos is being hit. Dominican Republic, uh, Puerto Rico already hit. We'll talk about it. Good morning. Ooh. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. All right, let's get in some front page news. Now we got to congratulate Aaron Judge. He hit his 60th home run last night, uh, one shot of the American League single season record, and he hit a grand slam. That's his 60th. So congratulations to Aaron Judge. He's cracking balls crazy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Envy. Okay, okay, All right. What? Well, okay. I'm talking, I'm talking okay. baseball. That's right. That's right. That's right. You're talking baseball, King. That sounded painful. <laughs> what else we got you? All right, Hurricane Fiona has there? reached a category four <laughs> as it is moving north. So, uh, Puerto Rico, Turks and Caicos, the Dominican Republic, they're all now working toward recovery. The winds are as high as 130 miles per hour, with gusts reaching 155 miles per hour. And right now, it's moving away from Turks and Caicos and making its way to Bermuda by the end of the week. Mm. So the storm ripped through Puerto Rico, then went into the uh, Dominican Republic, causing devastating flooding, leaving critical water and power infrastructure damage behind. And most people in the storm's path were left without power or water in the immediate aftermath. So right now, they're telling people in Bermuda... If you wish to depart the island, you should depart now. Ahead of Hurricane Fiona's arrival, U.S. citizens in Bermuda who need immediate emergency services should contact local authorities. Where are you supposed to go on the island, though? If you're you're supposed Bermuda. to leave the island. I know, but go where? Leave the island. I mean, I guess you have to try to, if you have another family island, somewhere else. Yeah. Bermuda's I, like a, from from here, it's really close to North Carolina. Yeah. But I would think, I don't know, I would, I would think that, you know, the, the weather would, wouldn't allow you to just be able to fly out, right? Well, they're saying before it touches down, mm. if you want to leave, because it's headed to Bermuda now. Okay. And, you know, as you know, there was an island-wide blackout that left Puerto Rico's 3.1 million residents without power. And only about 300,000 customers had their electricity restored as of yesterday. So, you know, that island power grid is a private company that owns and operates it. I would think that, you know, places like that would provide uh, ways for their their, their citizens to evacuate. Because I'm sure, like, you know, you talk about unexpected expenses. People don't have the money just to get up and leave. No, they don't. And some people that do will will leave. Some people don't want to leave their homes and are going to try to hunker down. What about the ones that want to but can't afford to? It's like, Lord have mercy. I just feel like, you know, you could provide. And hopefully they have shelters and places. Mm-hmm. where people can go. All right, the FDA has issued a warning against cooking chicken in NyQuil. There's a whole TikTok challenge. That oh, rem- God. Yes. And so, Why? I don't know. The internet going to be the death of y'all niggas. I'm telling y'all that right now. <sighs> so, uh, by, they said boiling a medication can make it much more concentrated and change its properties in other ways. Even if you don't eat the chicken, inhaling the medication's vapors while cooking could cause high levels of the drugs to enter your body. It could also hurt your lungs. So they said, um, even if you're not eating it, do not make your chicken in NyQuil, guys. Here's the thing, though. Why would you even be influenced to do that? I know everybody's easily influenced, especially in this era of social media. But it's like, if you saw somebody doing that on TikTok or whatever, wouldn't you just be like, look at this idiot. Why would you want to go try that yourself? Mm-hmm. I, listen, I have no idea. There's another TikTok challenge. Uh, people are still in Kias and Hyundais. And so this has uh, reemerged Kia, again. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
And so there's a lot of deaths happening around Atlanta and the Georgia area. A 14-year-old was accused of stealing two vehicles. But it's a TikTok challenge. And it was started in yeah, they, they, last year by the Kia boys. They show people how easy it is to use a mm-hmm. USB cable to start the, the car and steal these Kias and hundreds. Kia boys? Mm-hmm. That's, That's whack. Y'all should call yourself yeah. the hamsters. Know what I mean? The hamsters. Yeah, you don't remember the Kia hamsters? Y'all don't remember the Kia hamsters? Oh, remember yeah. when the hamsters used to be I in do. all the Kia yep. commercials? Oh. Y'all call yourself yep, the yep. hamsters, bro. That's what you do. They had a song and everything. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, all my 80s babies, 90s babies, 2000 born babies. born in the 1900s. Okay. This <laughs> is for right. all the aunties and uncles born in the 1900s, damn it. Okay. We're talking about a cultural institution that we all grew up watching. I grew up a Jehovah Witness, so on Thursday nights, I would have to record this show to come back home and watch because we'd be at uh, the Kingdom Hall on Thursday night. And the reruns are on like crazy, so a lot of people are watching this, I know. A different mm-hmm. world alumni, Kadeem Hardison mm. and Jasmine Guy. Man. It's been Probably one of the reasons years. why I went to Hampton University because uh, I know Hillman was based off the Hampton. So I wanted to go to college because I just loved it. And also, the reason that, um, well, we'll talk about it more in the interview. But Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy will be joining us. Celebrating 35 years of a different world. Envy just sent me a crazy picture of him yeah. and Kadeem Hardison. That's right. And we'll talk about it. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, my name is Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. <laughs> you can go. Ask him how many years it takes. <laughs> That's okay, baby. I'm proud of you. Resistance overcomes resistance. My first celebrity picture I ever took with was with Kadeem Artisan. Wow. Hey. I'm going to post it tomorrow. We were in the Stop. airport tomorrow. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Man. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. I know this might be an odd question, but do y'all know what y'all mean to just people? The culture. It's, Black people. It's becoming more and more apparent as we get older. At first, no. It's very moving to me now. Yeah. But at the time, um, both of us were, you know, we were from New York. We used to hustling. We had just done school days. We were kind of like, now what? Yeah. Now what? And um, I don't know that we knew how the show was resonating with our people mm -hmm. because we were not. I wasn't around my people. Right. I was in L.A., and I went from Melrose to the Valley <laughs> and back to Melrose, uh -huh. and the only people I hung out with were them. Yeah. Wow. So I didn't know the impact. You I know, know so I wasn't was. hearing it. Yeah. I wasn't seeing it, yeah. and coming from theater, you know when you hit, when mm -hmm. you land, you know when, when you are having a communication. Right. And um, what has been amazing to me is that, you know, we were always trying to make things better. Mm -hmm. make things more believable, mm -hmm. have more depth or content. Mm -hmm. So we weren't really looking at what was landing. I wasn't, right. Right. you know, no, because yeah, yeah. when we talked actor to actor, Kadeem and I really worked hard on that relationship mm -hmm. because if you look at the first season <laughs> and the second season, yeah. I was like, I don't know why why Whitley would like Dwayne. I was older. They had him playing the goofy guy mm -hmm. and now she's dreaming about him. Mm -hmm. I would have been dreaming about some seniors. <laughs> <laughs> or a teacher or two. <laughs> that I would like to cast. Well, yeah, how much input did you both have in some of the topics and themes that were on A Different World? Because you guys did cover a lot of real life things that you didn't see anywhere else. The first season... Input. I was there to be the snotty bitch and he was there to be the goofy the dude. Yeah. We yeah. were very clear. That was right. it. You know, 
what Debbie did was she made our characters deeper mm-hmm. and more realistic. Mm-hmm. She snatched all the weaves out of my hair, <laughs> even though yeah. I have one on. Come on girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was like, she came into the pit. She's like, oh, darling, where's the hot sauce? Yeah. yeah. She made yeah. it because she went to Howard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is the difference of going to a black college or, you know, a big university? Right. Because you are loved, you are nurtured, you are part of a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to fail. They're not going to let you fail. Right. And that came through in the way she worked with us, mm-hmm. you know, and she gave us a voice. We couldn't give notes that first year. No, no, no. We were just worried about it. Are they going to call us gonna, back? They were firing people. Left and right. Also, the show shifted, though, because wasn't the show centered around Lisa Bonet yeah. the first season, but yeah. then she didn't come back with the second season. So I'm yeah. sure that had that made all of y'all have to be the stars now, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought that the show just wasn't going to come back right. because she, oh. is, she is and was the star of that show, you know, mm-hmm. and our characters, at least mine, I, I, was based on her. Yeah. And I didn't understand that structural change in putting us together when we really didn't have even that much to do. But we knew each other. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, first of all, I'm like his big sister. Mm -hmm. So it felt a little incestuous. (laughs) (laughs) Although he did say he did say he had a crush on you You back then when he first met you. You don't have to. <laughs> you know, I was young. I was grown. My men were like 30 years old. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she wasn't uh, checking for me. You know, I didn't see that as a possibility. Yeah, no. But the thing was, we were friends, and we did have good communication. Mm-hmm. We could talk. I have better communication with him than most of my relationships. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no pressure. Right. Yeah, it's honest. Right. I was going to ask, was it difficult to stay on TV? Because at the time, there was nothing like this on television. I thought the first season was difficult. I really took the job expecting maybe we'd get six or eight episodes and then they and go pass. back wow. to New York and go back wow. to New York wow. and become a movie star why did the show end <laughs> I remember they got to and it had so oh, much oh I remember impact. that and in, uh, in 93 y'all went on hiatus yeah. and it just it's never came back yeah. I was like what yeah, yeah. that's what happened yeah I, I think it was uh, once we had Jesse on we were doing a lot of controversial stuff the riot show and yeah there was some stuff that maybe the network wasn't as thrilled about. Gotcha. It was a lot of battles back and forth with Debbie and trying to, you know, make it current and relevant. And it was like, yeah, let's just have the, you know, the romance and the, the chase and the that every kind of every stuff. deep show that we did, she fought it was for. A battle. Wow. It was a battle with yeah. the network. Them yeah. white boys did not yeah. care yeah. about uh, date rape, mm-hmm. apartheid, yeah. HIV. A riot, yeah. HIV. HIV, okay. Apartheid, yeah, they yeah. were like, just put Whitley and Dwayne and be funny. So y'all didn't even see it coming then? I saw it coming. I, okay. We saw it coming and, and because, was, you know, you treating us like monkeys and we not monkeys. Hey. Yeah. We're not doing your word. We're doing our word. Yeah. And the power that we had, they diminished. Mm-hmm. I felt diminished mm-hmm. because they always said, but you come between Cosby and Cheers. Cheers. I said, but people can change the channel. <laughs> right. Yeah. They don't have to watch this show. Yeah. Oh. I just felt like we were always on our own. I never yep. felt a part of 
that Hollywood system. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I would watch Roseanne Bard singing the anthem yep. at a at a Padre game. We got wow. five singers in our wow. cast. Wow. And wow. we number two. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. So I always felt wow. The exclusion, and never. I never felt a part of that whole. You get Emmys and yeah, never, awards. No, never and, even, you never got nominated or nothing. Never no. invited to the show. Wow, that's okay. You word up. You I'm can't good. put too much clout into that yeah. anyway. You got to know who you are and where mm-hmm. you belong. And that was my family. That was my yeah. company. But you know, they used to ask me to do stuff for NBC, like parades and. And say happy birthday to Cheers. I said, why am I saying happy birthday to them? Right? They don't even have no black people on their show. Were y'all ever scared that y'all gonna be stuck in character like that? Everybody always looked at you as as Dwayne, or you know, always looked at you as, as Whitley. You know, were y'all ever scared of that? Yeah. Like type getting typecast. That typecast. One hundred percent. Like I knew that as soon as it was over. Well, I thought that I should have did four years and graduated <laughs> and maybe a fifth year to transition into new cast members, new freshmen, and then they should have did four, five, and transit. So in my eyes, the show should have never ended. It should still be on now, not reruns. Oh yeah, because it could but, be, yeah, like how, yeah. it could be, like grown could have been a different world. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. could just always go on because there'll always be kids in college and there'll always be something to talk about. All right, we got more with Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy when we come back. You know them, from, of course, from a different world. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy. Of course, a different world alumni. Yee. What about Marissa Tomei, right, yeah. as the one white character on the show? Yeah. Was that something that you feel like they said, we got to put a white person you know, on the show or... Well, we came on after that yeah. and I mm-hmm. never understood it not being addressed. And right. I actually wrote an episode and I brought it to Susan and it was addressing, well, she goes to a dance and she asked this boy to, you know, dance with her and he was like, you know, I ain't dancing with no white girl. Are you trying to, you know, she comes back and she says, I never thought about it. She said, well, why did you, why'd you come to Hellman? Because they have the best journalism department in in Virginia. Mm. And they told me they're not addressing the white person at the wow. black school issue. Yeah. Wow. Why? I mean, you know, so yeah. I don't and know that, why, that, because funny. it was so obvious. But like, it's the weirdest yeah. thing to this day. When I, when I went and to Hampton she, and there was white kids walking around campus, it was just weird. Mm. Was like, you know, I, I wanted to be like, why? It would be interesting to see what that experience for them was like, though, like you said, to yeah. your point. Way more interesting. Especially when we carrying eggs around. We eggs around like they babies. I'm like, yeah. what <laughs> Are we, are we getting ready to drink? Yeah, uh, we listen, we are celebrating, y'all. You see we got the balloons in the oh, back that yeah. say Hillman. I'm oh, sorry. Goodness. I'm wow. embarrassed by the champagne they got, but <laughs> <laughs> we not on no damn budget. You should have got the I like this Hillman. Hey, open oh. this, Oh, look at that. Oh, look at yes. that. Yeah, I, really, I really went to Hampton. Oh, I really went to Hampton. That's yeah. why that says Hampton. Yeah. I really went to Hampton. Graduate. We got, oh, we got helmet up there. You know, flowers for you. Oh, my goodness. There you go. Thank you, Charlamagne. Kadeem, my brother. Right flowers on, bro. for you. Thank you. That's so thank awesome. You, you, gotta, you gotta give people their flowers, right? Yeah, while they So why not, why not give them to them literally? Absolutely. Thank you. you know, my flowers. 
That is so nice. I'm I'm very embarrassed by the champagne. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I can't believe they would do that. Well, let me try it. I'll let you know. (laughs) So, Jasmine, back to um, you, though. When you said you wrote that episode, you also directed some episodes, right? Mm -hmm. Did you direct episodes, too, Kadeem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I directed uh, the Tupac episode. Wow. So did they come to you or were you, did you guys yeah, do that? Trash, say, right? we wanted I think it's because I brushed my teeth. It's trash. It's trash. It's trash. No, I'm going to drink it though. Oh. We have some good stuff in the back. Why would y'all do that? Give her some tequila. Ace of spades, all that. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't need to be cold. And made sure. It doesn't need to be cold. I'm sorry. He's trying to talk. I'm trying to talk. I saw those bottles. I was so embarrassed. They're concerned about champagne. They drunk already. Jesus Christ. Charlamagne, people had me nervous about being on this show. I was like, is he like Howard Stern? Like, what is the problem? Yeah, you was the boogeyman. Because I have seen you. I've seen you interviewed. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen you. I hadn't seen the show. So I go on YouTube and I'm watching it. And I'm friends with Amanda Seals. Oh, that's family. So, yeah. Yes, you know. And I was like, okay, what's the problem? Like, what can we talk about that's going to be so horrible? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. nothing. That's all. <laughs> nothing. Oh, so, Kadeem, you were talking about directing and Debbie yeah. Allen. So, directing, actually. when it came to directing and writing, Debbie made us put it in our contracts that we had to, we got to direct that's so an dope. episode or two. So wow. Or write. Wow. Per season. How does she know that? Like, how does she know that's something she that y'all would, would want to do? The more you do, the less they can tell you you can't do. Wow. You how much know, of Willie Gilbert was really you? I know what wasn't me. Mm-hmm. I know politically, I had a lot of issues with the, with what I had to say, but I knew that there was somebody on this show that was going to say the right thing. When you're the only black person in a white cast, you have to say all the right things. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. When, when I was Whitley... And I have him mm-hmm. and Charlie Creed. and Craig mm-hmm. and Daryl. You know, I was like, well, somebody, because this, what I'm about to say, <laughs> when when I said to um, Charnell, Kimberly Reese, it was a, a apartheid show and she was going to give up her scholarship yeah. because they were divesting. Yeah. I said, but I only know you. <laughs> I don't even know those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My first scene with uh, Lisa Bonet in the in the room, she's like, "Are you saying you parked in the handicap?" I said, "Why should I be punished? Cause I can walk." <laughs> I was like, oh, "This bitch." <laughs> As long as it's funny. You mentioned the Tupac episode. I know both of you guys were close with Tupac or cool with Tupac. So, how did those relationships happen? For me, I was just directing them that week. Jasmine. That's that's a better one. Oh, see, better. there you go. That's, that's the better, better one. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's 50s. 50s. Level. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> they they upgrade. Some real Thank upgrade. you. I'll throw that other okay, out, Miss Guy. Don't yeah, worry about it. I don't it. know. Cold duck. I don't know what the <laughs> that is. <laughs> that cold duck. <laughs> Come on, Whitney. That Merlot. I'm not really a champagne person. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we upgrade a little bit. So oh, my God. Yeah, I just got to direct them. I was fortunate. Jada said he wanted to do this show and he was excited and I, I know MCs, rappers and I know how they mm-hmm. get off some time. <laughs> so I was real nervous like this is my first week directing and I was like is he going to show like because I've I've messed around trying to do a, a video with Dirty and he Ooh. never showed. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that Got Your Money? 
Yes. I remember that because. <laughs> yes. Um, and then actually, because I was working with them at the time, he actually came and did a video that he was on for Jizza, and they wouldn't let it come out. The label wouldn't clear dirty because he didn't show up to his own video. <laughs> yes. Damn. I was down there waiting <laughs> yes, six, seven hours. <laughs> So yeah, so I was just nervous as my first directing gig, just like, okay, I just hope he, and once he came, he was, I always thought, it's not not a hot take, but I always thought he was probably going to be a better actor. Than rapper? Than rapper, yeah. I wanted to ask y'all, man, you know, I often feel spoiled because I'm 44, so, you know, like in the mid-80s, we saw black sitcoms like the Jeffersons and different strokes, but then, you know, the Cosbys came and 227s and different <laughs> worlds, but it feel like all of that just came to a, abrupt end like towards the end of the 90s do you, number one do you think that was the renaissance for black TV and do you think there was something bigger at play to stop all of that, those positive images of black people on, on TV it only seems now like if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck mm -hmm. I don't have any evidence mm -hmm. to support it except for the optics Word. So, yeah, I okay, do think it well, was okay come on with well, it go, right. come on with it our last season <laughs> uh huh Number two, number one, sometimes. Yep. Cosby in a different world. For yep. five, six, seven years. Yep. Okay. Why would you change our time slot? Mm -hmm. mm. And why would you put us against Martin? Martin. Mm -hmm. Wow. I definitely took that personally. You ain't got but two black shows on the networks and you put us at the same time against each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what have we done? What have we done to deserve this kind of disservice? You know, we're not competing with Martin. No. We come on at 8.30, they come on at 8. Why did you move us? Mm -hmm. That was detriment. Mm -hmm. Was that because Cosby Show ended? And didn't they put y'all up at 8 because yeah, Cosby, Cosby was, was the lead-in? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that could have been it. Why just, change just our time white devil slot? Just yeah. put another 8 o'clock yeah. show in. It probably wasn't even strong enough. We weren't strong enough to hold another time slot. Mm. And not yeah. against Martin. Yeah. Right. I feel like we have the same audience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so what do white people do? Divide. That's right. That's right. So, yes, I do feel like it was um, deliberate. I feel like it was racist. I know who was running NBC at the time. And I don't feel we were respected. They always said y'all came between Cosby and Cheers. And that's why you're number two. Mm. They said that to my face. They said it to mine. So they thought it was because of the network that these shows were having all the success. The because of the slot. time slot. The because time slot. Because between got one you, and three, you. we got to be two. Got you. All right, we got more with Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy when we come back. You know, they're from, of course, from a different world. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy. Of course, a different world alumni. Did yeah. they pay y'all like y'all were wanting to? Did y'all get paid or did y'all have to fight for that? I had, did we they had pay to fight for that. I went and did uh, White Man Can't Jump. Can I have another champagne? <laughs> Here we go. Give us some of the good stuff. I went and did White Man Not Can't the Jump. Cold duck. And met no more cold duck. <laughs> <laughs> met Woody Harrelson. And he was doing cheers. And you know, he kind of let me in on what he was making. I was like, and y'all number three. What? Damn. But I'm confused about that because you had Bill Cosby who already had so much success. Why wouldn't he give that game to the spinoff show, the cast of the spinoff show? He purposely had us shoot in California away from him. I don't think he wanted to have to shoulder it. Run to mm. show. Yeah. Mm. yeah. He was running he was running this. This was it. Boom. Y'all go over here and mm -hmm. work that out. And then when it wasn't working to the way 
I think we all wanted, called with Debbie and said, Miss mm -hmm. Thing, get in there with your broom and clean that shit up. Mm. It so seemed that, like she was a blessing, though. Absolutely. You know? No, no, she was the best thing that could have happened to us. But and, anyone Jasmine, been on that, show? Mean, that show was dead. Yeah. That show was I dead. I thought it was going to get canceled. Until, I really um, thought it Debbie was going to Debbie came get on that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she said, we're the dark-skinned people <laughs> in the, at this school. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I don't know. I just thought that first season, yeah. I already had called my parents. I was like, <laughs> well, I've made... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've made $30,000 and I paid off Greg and I'm paying off my Amex and I'm going back to my apartment because I mm -hmm. thought that was booty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what's, what's the most that you guys got paid during that time when y'all were number one and number two? What was the most that they paid y'all? Like well, in the first season, I made $6,000 a week. $6,000. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, you know, I mean, that was a, I was like, yeah, that was a, what? That was a, that was a bump. That was making was like $250 at the village game. <laughs> <laughs> what? Word, I was a oh bike messenger. So, I, mean, yeah. oh, I yeah. didn't have any, any gauge. No. But First, we only had contracts for seven episodes. Yeah, you didn't know how long yeah. it was going to last. Yeah. So. Oh, no. And, and they were firing and people. you had to sign for oh, yeah. six years okay. before you That's still the standard, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I know, was... but I went into the producers <laughs> and I tried to give my two-week notice. That's right. She tried to, you tried to quit. Tried to quit. Tried the first to I said, I'm very grateful for this opportunity. <laughs> and because that, that first season, I'm telling you, yes. it was whack. It was and I didn't like the way they were treat, treating um, Lisa. Lisa Bonet. Yeah. Just do it. Just Ooh, say it. The way it. they were talking. Pointing <clears throat> all up in her face. And you know, I'm like, that's a sweet girl because you're not getting up on me like that. Mm. I didn't interfere on set. But I was like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. You're not treating her like that. Mm -hmm. She had to hire security. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's why she quit, wow. probably. No, nah, because wanted her to be on. Because she wanna, was pregnant. He didn't want to show black girl pregnant in, in college. Mm. What do you think about been, that? I, I, I thought it would have been a great tool. It could inspire because it was all inspiring. Right. So why not? You know, because yeah. that's a real thing. You can so still what? go get your education. Absolutely. I've heard so many rumors that I don't know where mm. what comes from. I've heard that he wanted to incorporate it on the show, on on our mm. show. I've also heard that Jesse wanted to um, have a single mom because he's from a single mom mm -hmm. that went through school. And then I've also heard that it was a network that didn't want it incorporate mm. her wholesome right. whatever. Right. But mm. first of all, it would have given her something to play. Absolutely. Because I felt like they were always looking for Denise Huxtable. Mm -hmm. You're not out. using mm -hmm. the meat mm -hmm. that she comes from. Yeah. Mm. Yep. You don't know what you're looking at because mm -hmm. you haven't seen a little black girl like this before. Mm -hmm. And to give her a baby? Mm -hmm. There you go. How'd y'all end up getting the more money after the conversation with Woody Housen? It was holdout time for me. Mm -hmm. It was uh We held out. Yeah. I'm not oh. as a team or y'all did separately? No, yeah. we should have done it together, but yeah. we did it separately. Yeah. But y'all eventually got the money though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, got some. We got the <clears throat> money, I mean I got I got what Woody was making when I talked to him. We ended up there. <laughs> I wanna ask y'all about about black love, right? Cause Dwayne and Whitley set the tone for black love for what seems like oh, a, I thought a whole you generation. Had the show. No. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the show? Black yes. Envy um, was on it. Oh, Envy yeah, was on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me and my wife yeah, yeah. was on it. Yep. You were? Yep. yep. 
I love that Jeez. show. Same joint. Yeah. Oh, well, I wish I had seen that show before I got married. But see, I want to I ask about that, though. Like, did, did playing those roles of Dwayne and Whitley teach y'all anything about your own relationships outside of the show? Wow. Ooh-wee. Good question, Charlemagne. There was some crossover. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I was having a better relationship that was scripted than in my real life. You know, I got famous during the relationship, too. Mm-hmm. Right. And I felt like mm. he was good with me as a dancer in the ensemble, but not so good with me. Being a star. Real star. The and then, I, and then that I, again, was like, well, you weren't listening to me. You didn't know who I was. There's like insecurities. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. when Dwayne and Whitley got married, I was breaking up with my boyfriend of five years. Wow. Mm. Wow. They got to go, guys. Go I, I know y'all got to go, but I got to ask this. When you crashed the wedding, you looked very sincere. <laughs> like, 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 that's why people feel like what, yeah. what we was watching was real. It was real. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. What did you do to motivate yourself to get into that space to do that? Um, I didn't agree with the whole... Like, we had done so many real things on the show, so mm-hmm. many things that felt real. For me to crash this wedding like this felt like a complete leap. Mm-hmm. And I read it two weeks before. It was a two-part episode. So I knew for two weeks that I was going to have to get to that place where I had to break up this wedding. And it was really hard. And one thing I gave <laughs> I gave myself was, as I'm coming down the aisle, there's a dude on my left. I told him, I said, when you grab me, make sure you get a good grip on my left arm because mm. I want to struggle and try to get away. Wow. And, uh, and as soon as I felt him go to grab me, I gave him a swim move. Mm. And got out of it, mm-hmm. and that propelled me forward. And and I, and I lost the lyrics. Like I was so nervous about if I don't get it right the first time, it's gonna degrade. It's gonna get worse, and it's gonna get worse because I'm really having a hard time committing to all of these words. Wow. So once I, you know, was getting dragged out and lost the lyric, I panicked and just yelled out, "Baby, please!" Just because I was drowning, I was like, "That was an ad lib." Yeah, yeah. And it will never be like that. That was yeah. the first and only take in front of take. that audience. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. audience wow. lost yeah, it. Yeah. Were you aware that he was drowning at the time? Like how did you No, I was standing there because the audience was screaming too. Yeah. You know, and I was like, Hold it, hold it. I said, Baby, please. And then the second please was like jazz. I, yeah, I knew that, I knew that was jazz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because please, baby, please from is school from days. school days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. I was yeah. like, wow. oh, okay, wow. I got yeah. you, wow. help yeah, baby. me, help me, and we are not help doing me. this again, no. okay? Wow. Because got nothing it. was One like take. that first yeah, yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. That magic. Well, I gotta go, guys. Okay. Ah, well, 35 man. years and ah, TV 35 One years Uncensored. Different world, That's right. Congratulations. <laughs> TV One Uncensored on Saturday. On Saturday the 24th. Oh, and I'm on Amazon. There you go. Harlem. Harlem. Oh, I love that show. Yeah, I played Grace Byers' mom. Okay. Right. I'm a Jamaican bitch, so it's funny. Okay. <laughs> and then, you had to learn um, the patois? I've, I've played a Jamaican many times. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I've been a dancehall girl, too. Okay, hey. I, I can't make my booty do one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do that yet. The Whitney Wine. The Whitney Wine. The Whitney Wine. And then I... 
movie called The Lady Makers. It's on Amazon too. Okay, Dean and Jasmine, we, we, we love y'all and we yeah, value y'all so and we I appreciate y'all. So we ain't her. talking no hip hop, yo. I know. Next time, next, next time, time, please let me come back. Please, absolutely, yo. Well, it's the Breakfast Club. Hey, we love, we love y'all. We value y'all. We appreciate y'all. We celebrate y'all always, man. Thank you for every contribution to the culture that y'all have ever made, and it was a pleasure to meet both of you. Yes, pleasure to meet you too. So much fun. Yes, it's the Breakfast Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Uh, shout out to Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy. Man. I just posted on my Instagram page uh, my picture with him when I was a, a kid. Oh, that was you? Oh, yeah, we got to. I don't. You, you need more proof to that. You, you got to show us. No, I've, I've actually seen other childhood pictures of Envy that his parents have shown me. So that's definitely him. Mm. Yeah, Hopefully, look, they look, post I, one of those when you had the little poom poom shorts on. Yo, shut up, man. And I had the Jamaica shirt, you know, the mesh yeah, shirt. Yeah, the mesh shirt. And you had the socks pulled up to your knees. <laughs> I did. My, my mom showed you that? Yes. <laughs> I actually have it. You want me to post it? No, you don't what's have that picture. What's, make wrong, sure. what's wrong with your mother? <laughs> my mom showed so, so you that pic. She was like, look at Rashawn. He's such a dork. 35 years of a different oh. world, man. Dropping the clues bombs for a different world. Cultural institution. That show, uh, that show is. You don't say was. That show is. Mm-hmm. We'll be watching this yes. weekend. That's right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Erica Banks. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Now, I don't trust this Instagram close friends uh, option that you have for your stories, but Erica Banks was on her Instagram close friends story, and she was talking about... Who she goes to the club with and who she doesn't want with her in the club. She says they have to have a certain type of look. If she don't look how I want her to look physically, I don't want her to come because the look of everything is so important to me. Like if she ain't thick enough, no. Nope. Her not idea good enough, no. Nope. Can't dress, no. Nope. <laughs> Skinny, no. <Nope. laughs> and it's like I don't feel like I'm discriminating. I just want a certain type of look. She could be the sweetest girl I ever met in my life. But if she don't look the part, I don't want her to come. Like, that's just not the vibe I'm on. Now, she can come to the cookout. She can come to the listening party. But the club, I feel like bitches got to look a certain way to come. Ooh, well, people were going in, and she responded to all the controversy. One person said, I hate how surgery and weaves have set the standard of beauty in our community. Did your friends treat you this way pre-surgery? She responded wow. and said, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, and I've never been one to convince people of liking mine. My preference of who I club with when it comes to my brand has nothing to do with y'all. Y'all never like me anyway, so why would I care about what y'all think about anything I say? Well, which one of her close friends leaked that? I thought close friends. I know. That's what I don't trust that close friend. <laughs> I thought close Somebody friends. Somebody screenshotted that. Just for your people. <laughs> and that's why, you know, if, if you put out an opinion like that and it's just to your close friends, uh, is that for everybody's public consumption to, to weigh in on? Now she said, I love my skinny, smaller women with a passion. Let's not get it misconstrued. However, when I go to the club, I want thick bitches shaking ass everywhere. That's my vibe. There are even skinny women in my music videos, most handpicked by me. So stop it. I can't believe y'all call this controversy. Like, you I Really, people you, were really commenting on it though like when you go to the club do you think about the look of who's with you in the club if you're good friends with somebody but they don't have that look does that mean they can't come she can take whoever she I wants I used to go out with Charlemagne all the time I mean, you know how Charlemagne used to look baggy ass jeans dirty ass Tim first of all it was, two, like- it was the early 2000s you had on baggy ass jeans too shut up <laughs> listen she can take whoever she wants to the club with her 
Is Charlamagne <laughs> thick enough for you to take to the club, Andy? I definitely am. Now you're talking. Now we're talking about the <laughs> thick thickness. Hold on now. Let's not go there. The thickness is there. <laughs> Okay. Uh, All right. Just need a little something to show the shape correctly, but the thickness is there. Because Envy hasn't taken you to the club, and I'm starting to feel like there might go, be some I, issues. I, I stopped going to the club. <laughs> I ain't got no business in the club. I am a 44 year old father of four. I am not going to be the old man in the club. I have no reason be in the club whatsoever. Well, I guess people going to miss out on all that thickness. Huh? That, well, I'm at home with my thickness on the couch, <laughs> right where my old ass need to be. All right. I don't know why y'all old people still in the club. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right. Now, Roddy Rich is urging LA to end senseless violence after PNB Rock was uh, senselessly murdered. He said, LA, usually I try to mind my business and let the world rotate, but we got to do better. It's too much senseless violence, too much opportunity and motivation to take things other people work hard for. It's too much life to live to take someone else's away. I love my city, but we can't keep going out like this. Before you know it, it'll be nobody left to take from or kill. Let's stay on point, stay aware, and find better ways to pursue our dreams because this is turning into all nightmares. The young brother didn't lie not one bit. Dropping a clues bomb for Roddy Rich. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen no lie. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, Charlemagne, who you giving that donkey to? Man, four after the hour, man. Let's talk about the latest TikTok challenge, okay, before, before one of y'all die. Okay, before one of y'all kill yourself out here. Uh, what's this thing called? The chicken... The chicken, NyQuil. NyQuil chicken challenge. <laughs> what the oh, boy. Hell? Frank, God. It can't taste good. <sighs> we'll talk about it for after that. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. The brand new Galaxy Z Flip 4 is finally here. Capture hands-free content from every angle with flex mode. The sleek, foldable design lets you make your device conveniently compact. Visit Samsung.com to order your Galaxy Z Flip 4 today. For Wednesday, September 21st, goes to all you digital D-heads who are doing the latest TikTok challenge. And that challenge is cooking chicken in NyQuil. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I think to myself, Jesus really did have every intention of coming back. But this was before social media, right? The first greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing the world he didn't exist. But the second greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing the world to follow and play with him every day on social media. Let's go to CBS 9 for the report, please. A new social media challenge is encouraging young people to marinate their chicken in NyQuil and other cough products. So here you go. The FDA has to remind us that it's not a good idea. And this one is dangerous, even if you don't even eat the chicken. That's because the FDA says boiling medication can change its properties, making it more concentrated. So just breathing it alone can let high levels of that drug into your body, damaging your lungs. I know Jesus questions why he died for y'all often. I know, I just know he does. White people, white people, white people, I apologize for all the times we've clowned y'all for not being able to season your food. I take back every unseasoned chicken joke. If this is what the trauma of not being able to taste your food has led to, I sincerely apologize. All right, the fact that the FDA, the whole FDA, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration has to warn humans, humans, not to cook their food with NyQuil is mind-boggling. Why would you want your chicken to relieve common cold and flu symptoms? And even if it wasn't NyQuil, NyQuil don't have no good flavors for marinating sauce. Vanilla cherry swirl on chicken? Cherry on chicken? And damn sure not that original flavor. Listen, man, when you succumb to peer pressure, nobody is actually pressuring you to do anything. You just want to be accepted. 
It is what it is. Nobody actually makes you do anything. You make the choice to do things because you're seeking validation from whoever is asking you to do something, which is why I don't understand for the life of me why y'all seek viral validation from a bunch of digital D-heads on social media. You don't even know. Okay, remember when adults in our life used to say, so what? If everybody jumps off a bridge, you're going to do it too? Well, in this social media era, yes, people will, especially if it's a TikTok challenges, okay? Challenges like this only target the youth because youngins are the only ones who are easily influenced by challenges like this. I would hope so. And the FDA is warning that someone could take a dangerously high amount of the cough and cold medicine without even realizing it might hurt your lungs because the medications vapors while cooking could cause high levels of the drugs to enter your body. People, I promise you, man, the Internet is not sustainable. It is a phenomenal advancement in technology. Absolutely it is, okay? Causing humans' brains to advance? Absolutely no. Okay, I read a quote once, and the quote was, the difference between technology and slavery is that slaves are fully aware that they are not free. We have no idea that we are prisoners to the algorithm. We really think we're in control, but look no further than the NyQuil chicken challenge to know that we are indeed not. Please give everybody participating in the NyQuil chicken challenge the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the I forgot we actually got audio from the actual TikTok. Let's hear the talk tick. My wife got sick last night, so I'm cooking up some NyQuil chicken. I've done this in the past, and usually I use about, you know, four thirds of the bottom. And uh, if it's your first time doing this, you can get away with using about a fifth. Season that NyQuil in there just at the right temperature. You're gonna wanna let it sit there and sizzle for about, you know, five to 30 minutes. Make sure you're constantly flipping over the chicken. You don't want to give one side more attention than the other. Oh, sometimes this steam really makes you sleepy. Woo. What you're looking for is that blue color right there. All right, then you can go ahead and turn it off. Ooh, yeah, that steam, baby. Drain the unused right back into the NyQuil can, uh, just like so. And boom, uh, NyQuil chicken. Bone apple tea. Uh, Sound like breaking bad. <laughs> Sounds disgusting. Why not just give your wife the NyQuil after you cook for her? If she's not feeling well, the comfort of you cooking for your wife will make her feel better. And then why not give her the NyQuil before bed? Who told you to combine two? Also, I need to give myself donkey today because is this a real challenge or is this just one digital D-head on social media attempting to get attention and he got it because I didn't see a bunch of videos of this. I just think it's well, one did I look. digital D-head. I only see him one. And then he poured the NyQuil back into the bottle, like uh, how how our parents used to save the grease back in the day. Like, ugh, disgusting, bro. Yeah. Mm -mm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir. I would say God bless him, but really, God bless us all. Because it's right. all downhill from here, people. Okay. All right. Now, when we come back, Ash Cash, Storm Leroy, and Marvin Mitchell will be joining us. Of course, it's Wealth Wednesday, so we're going to be chopping up with uh, generational wealth and how to make some bread, right? Yeah, this is like an Ask Ye, but instead we're going to give you some amazing financial advice. This one I learned some things from that I'm implementing right now. All right. Shout out to Stacey Tisdale. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. 
happy soul and I just change, you know, help people change their mindset uh, in order to, to, you know, make more money, manage more money, multiply money um, and just understand that regardless of where you come from, uh, what your, your 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 circumstance is, you could you could, you know, be, have and do anything you want in life. And one of the in the top one percent of the bankers in the United States. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I, you know, I was a banker for 15 As years. As a black man. Absolutely. CEO of a credit union. And mm-hmm. I was uh, one of the top uh, bankers in, in, in the country. Absolutely. I'm Marvin Mitchell. Uh, what I really do is help people to multiply their money um, by leveraging. And also, um, I'm a Hall of Fame financial advisor myself, mm-hmm. been a Hall of Fame advisor for uh, an advisor for 15 years now. And what I really do is I teach people how to really just not only minimize their taxes, but how to take a dollar and make money five times off the same dollar. Oh, I need and to know how to minimize my taxes. I've been working on that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just recycling your money is what it's all about. Right. Yeah. You know, people always say that's a myth. The study that they say that a black dollar only stays in the black community for a certain amount of time. For six hours. Exactly. That's what they yeah. say. Yeah, but people say that's a myth. That's never been a real study done. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. I think I think what happens is that it, you know, we we like to attach ourselves to things that are sensational. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think that you know. I think in, in certain communities, yes, right, mm-hmm. where the money comes in and it's being spent before it even goes out. Um, but the truth of the matter is that there are a lot of us uh, that are doing a lot of great things with money. We're mm-hmm. learning, you know. I mean, we're in the information stage where we're actually learning a lot about financial education, about building wealth and, you know, learning how to, you know, you know, make money and, and keep money in, in, in our generation. So I, I don't think that's a, a real study. Got you. Tell them about yourself, Storm Leroy. You got that superhero no. name. Yes, sir. That's a black superhero name. Storm <laughs> right, right. Leroy. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm Storm Leroy, better known as the Employed Millionaire. And what I do is I show people how to take your nine to five, your salary, and um, become a millionaire, which I've done myself. Um, my knowledge and understanding that I give is your job is your first business partner. Once I understood that, I was able to take that salary. I started off working for Verizon, took that salary, became a millionaire by investing that money into out-of-state real estate, something I didn't have to touch, see, manage, or deal with. And I understood the value of what that other market was like by buying those properties in other states, putting that process on repeat, having a team to take care of that property. So I purchased over 34 properties that I'd never actually seen while focusing in on my salary and investing in those properties. So that's what I teach people how to do. And I walked into my job on Instagram Live one day, told them this is my last day here. You and went I went live. I went live. I went live. And I had to do it. Angela, you did that too. Yeah. Oh, oh, for I quit right. this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's what I had to do, you know, to let people know you can do it too. I've seen I've seen some of your stuff before. Somebody showed me a video. It might have been out of context, but I remember it was like a, you were saying a million dollars isn't a lot of money. Yeah, facts. Um, That's not facts, man. No, you don't just say that like that. It's facts. only a million dollars. Only a million dollars. It's two levels of that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's two levels of that because after a million dollars, there's tax, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's say now you're down to six hundred and sixty-six thousand dollars, mm-hmm. maybe even less. So eat, you know, what I mean, I didn't want to touch that. Depending on which state you're in, so now mm-hmm. that million dollars is depleted. So now, let's say you go buy your house, and we know how much a house costs, especially oh, New York. Like you can't buy a house. So in- now you bought you your primary residence. So mm-hmm. let's say four, five hundred thousand. So that money is technically gone, and now you have a mortgage payment that you're paying with your job in a million dollars. But now, don't get me wrong, a million dollars can't do a lot if you have a plan. And also, it's only a million dollars. When we say that, is because we don't want you to put a ceiling on what right. you can do. Gotcha. Only a million dollars mean if it takes you a million dollars to get something done, you should not say you would never reach a million dollars. You should say, 
It's only a million dollars. Yeah. Let's go back to the beginning. That's why I'm glad you're here because we got to tell people, you know, how to even get to that point. I, yes, I want to get to the I point where I'm Storm Leroy and yeah. I say only a million dollars. And Marvin, I do want to point out as a financial planner, a lot of people feel like in order to get a financial planner, you should be rich, right? The only right. reason that you need that is because you got a lot of money. I Let's say I only make $40,000 a year. Why do I need a financial planner? Can you talk about that? Well, I will say that the, the traditional financial system will lead you to believe that you have to have a lot of money um, to get something done. But in reality, most financial advisors are actually broke. <laughs> mm -hmm. Most financial advisors don't have money themselves and they come from an educational system that don't really teach people how to make a lot of money. So uh, what, I, what I teach people is that no matter where you're starting from, like, you know, you can you can invest. Right. You can look at different stocks and different different investments. But what I also show people is that if you follow the traditional system, in my opinion, where Social Security should, will, will be ran out by 2034, according to the general admission fund mm -hmm. uh, administration fund, unless they make some changes, pension is going away. That the tra traditional system of saving will lead people to failing. Seventy six percent of people statistically run out of money anyway. So if you keep doing the same thing, it's going to get even worse. So. I have a whole new blueprint to show people starting from anywhere how they can actually become financially successful where it doesn't have to be an either or, which means it doesn't have to be I live poor now so that I can live rich later, right? It can be that I can spend the money that I want to spend now and enjoy my life now and I can enjoy my life later. And I do that through a tool that that, that wealthy individuals have been, have been using for centuries, right? And that's actually life insurance. Mm -hmm. So I make life insurance become a want and not just a need. There are ways that you can structure a policy, Charlamagne, where you can actually go in and overfund that policy where most of that money that you put in will go towards your cash value. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you why that's important when you're starting off. Instead of the death benefit, you get a death benefit, but most of the money goes toward the cash value. 70% fees are automatically deleted, which means that the, the advisor takes 70% less commission and it goes straight to your cash value. Now what you can do is you can actually build wealth and when it starts there guess what you never have to pay taxes on it again it's tax deferred you can borrow from it and leverage it for mm -hmm. things such as real estate and different things like that where you where you your money will never go down you never stop the forward momentum of money now that you build up that cash value you can go out and borrow against it it continues to grow you can go out and get real estate like mm -hmm. what storm just talked about now you got your money working for you two times off the same time and that's how you leverage your money and make it grow faster by having the same dollar work for you twice mm. then you can make it work for you three times you can make it work that same dollar work for you three times is what other coaches have been doing right yeah. by saying okay I can turn my credit into cash and instead of me using my credit for debt why don't I turn it to cash and go out and buy an asset such as the real estate now I have a life insurance policy now I can that's going to continue to grow, whether I borrow against it or not, tax-free. I can pay off my credit card with that policy from leverage. Now I'm making money off the life insurance policy, tax-free. Now I got the points from the credit card, mm -hmm. and I got the property generating cash flow so I can accelerate my growth 10 times as fast. Now I got three, my money working for me three times. Can I go deeper just one time? <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to go deeper one time. Now I can actually take the property that, that generated equity and I can actually do a home equity line of credit, take that money property. out, get another property. Yeah. Now I got two properties. I got the points from the credit card and I got the life insurance. And to cap it all off, if you really want to get spicy, you can actually go out and you can get a trust in an LLC, which will minimize your taxes 
own that policy to begin with. So now you save money on taxes and you got your money working for you five times. And that's not hard to set up. Mm. People say, well, does it take millions of dollars to get that started? Yeah, you can dump millions of dollars as long as you do it for at least seven years. But you can actually get started. People can get started with this for as little as like $50, $500 a month. Yeah. All right, we got more with Ash Cash, Storm Leroy, and Marvin Mitchell. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're still kicking it with Ash Cash, Storm Leroy, and Marvin Mitchell. Charlamagne? I want to ask y'all, what do you, what do you think uh, people that are going to receive the student loan forgiveness, what do you think they should do with their money? Ah man, I think I think people who um, are receiving that money should definitely tap into our five day challenge, um, and 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 let us teach you for five days um, how to how to do exactly that right. Because what, what's going to happen is, um, you know, I know a lot of people are thinking like, oh, you know what, I'm gonna get this ten thousand dollars. I got these, this credit card bill, or I have this, this you know, I want to be able to you know pay down or whatever they, they want to pay down. What happens is. Um, if they take that money and they pay a bill, then that's it. That's the end of that money. Mm -hmm. But Storm just gave you a whole play on how he got his first property at eight thousand dollars out of yeah. out of town. And, and, and one of the things that that I want you to understand what why Storm is so important is because he's teaching you how to do it right. Like like New York, it, you know, it's a it, it's a high cost of living. Yeah. And so you can't get a property. I in New tell York. people that all the time yeah. when they're trying to buy their first property. I'm like, you might not be able to buy Facts. something in yeah. New York. Why don't you go look someplace exactly. else? Exactly. You can get yeah. cheaper real estate and you can flip that or you can rent it out. Right. That, that also was years ago though. I mean, I, I, you're right, but I, it's gonna be hard to find property for eight thousand uh dollars. -oh. Uh-oh. That's not true. That's not true. $20,000 is the down payment. How long ago was that, though? I started 2015, but I'm teaching now mentees who are... Actually, this week, they're making their phone calls to the realtors. I teach them to make the phone calls, find the properties inside my mentorship, because I don't believe in giving you the knowledge and letting you figure it out. I want you to figure it out in my class, actually make the calls, and they're buying properties now for dollars dollars $80,000 property, 20% down, is still only sixteen. dollars the down payment. Okay, okay. I also suggest people get your real estate license, too, because I actually took all the classes. I'm going to take the test to get my license, but you get a lot of access. Right. Yeah. You know, but right. that people don't and, get and to what's available. Mm -hmm. and, and, yeah. and that's the thing, right? So now if, if if you're like, you know, Storm has a system where if you're buying property out of state, right, that's your down payment. But think about that. If you said, I'm going to take that $10,000 and I'm going to pay a debt, credit card debt, it's done. Right, mm -hmm. but if you take that and you take it and you put you know put it in a in a down payment to mm -hmm. a house, that's cash flowing already, right? I ain't gonna give you too much source, but right, it, it, it's it's cash flowing already. So now that ten thousand dollars is still ten thousand dollars because it's your down payment. Now that down payment is equity in that house that you mm -hmm. own, and then each month if it's tenant occupied and the person is paying rent, now you have that cash flow. Yeah. And so that's what I would say. You mm -hmm. know, so, one one of the plays that that people could use with that ten thousand. Mm -hmm. So bouncing off of that, and I know we we got to tell you about the challenge, but um. Coming back to that, like what you just said about the ten thousand dollars, right? Yeah. You just gave a perfect, um, perfect illustration. There's really three types of people when it comes to money. You have a debtor, you have a saver, and then you have the wealth creator. The debtor, that's the person that they're going to take that ten thousand dollars. They're going to find a way to be in a worse financial mm -hmm. situation than they was before they got it. Right. I know buy. people who are like, I'm already in debt. It's over. I right. Yeah, up. yeah. They, I might as well just. I can't get out the rent yeah. raise. I might as well go deeper into it, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm going but to Turks. You, right, right. <laughs> With that Instagram picture by that rusty book. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you got the saver. The saver's going to say, well, I'm just going to save this. I'm going to put it in a bank, yeah. right? Not realizing that they're losing money due to inflation. And it's not doing anything for them. Uh, and then when they do finally spend it, like you ain't going to recoup that money. Like you said, it's mm -hmm. gone and lost forever. But what I want to do is I want to show people, we all want to show people how to be a wealth creator, right? How can you take that $10,000, for example, 
How can you put it into a place where you know it's going to multiply, where that money never goes backwards and it never goes forward? And that's really what we're talking about on this challenge. How can we take you from where you are now to millionaire status? How can we give you the blueprint? How can we give you a step-by-step-by-step guide over five days? And it's all virtual, so mm-hmm. I don't care where you are. You can log in. If you can log into Zoom, you can join this challenge. If you have Facebook, you can join this challenge. And with this challenge, we we taking you from, from, the, from the real estate blueprint to the ortho blueprint where you can make 15 streams of income to becoming your own bank and leveraging your money. We're going to show you all that in five days. And we got a couple of special guests. And uh, we got Grant Cardone coming on Ooh, as a special. Cardone. Yeah, Grant Cardone coming on to talk to you about how can you use debt to make you rich? How can you how can you use it as leverage? And, and, and we got two different opportunities, right? For some people, they're going to say, look, I just want to get in the room. And I don't really need to ask any questions to get any deeper understanding. That's fine. We got something for you. Um, for Breakfast Club um, listeners, only $97, right? Where they can go in and they can actually have Q&A with us directly. Mm-hmm. And every day we're, we're actually answering their questions and helping them to get to that path quicker and giving them a blueprint where when you leave, you're going to get 50 times the value of it. So um, you can you can actually go listen, I mean, get that information right now and actually take advantage of that discount by going to WealthDomination.com. That's mm-hmm. on WealthDomination.com, and we got it. Do we have uh, a special code or something? Um, actually, we made that site simply for you. Oh. For Breakfast yeah. Club listeners. For Breakfast That's Club it. listeners. You'll see it. You'll see it. So it's just yeah. WealthDomination.com, and you can go ahead and sign up. And when you do, we'll know you came from Breakfast Club. And, and, w- and one thing I'll say, though, right, is important to get in, in rooms, right? Because, again, like, um, none of us came from money. None of us, you know, had any special privileges. Um, what happened was, as we started to, to learn this information, right, for me, you know, as a banker, I was managing money for wealthy. And I, look, I was one of those broke bankers. <laughs> you yeah, can, yeah. Right? I was one of the broke bankers too. because, yeah. you know, I was just, you know, just starting out. I'm managing money for multimillionaires. I'm just doing what the bank told me to do. So I'm learning, you know, I'm I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I don't, you know, I, I'm, I understand money, but I'm not doing what I'm teaching. And being told, Growing up, that you ain't ish, exactly, you ain't never gonna have right. any money. Exactly, and so I, and so, it, 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 I'm glad you said that because, I, you you know, I've been in a, I, I was I started being a banker at 19 years old. I was making six figures in my 20s, but guess mm. what? Because I was told I wasn't gonna be ish. I was you like I I would I would use that money and 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 flaunt it right I would mm-hmm. buy I had cars I had clothes so I was still making six figures living paycheck to paycheck so it it wasn't the money it wasn't that I I wasn't making the, the money mentality. it was the mentality it was my yeah, mindset I didn't have the right mindset and then when I started hanging out with multi millionaires and they started teaching me what they really do with their money I'm like oh I don't. I don't need this car, or if I'm gonna get the car, I'm not gonna use my physical labor to buy the car, right? I'm going to take the money, buy a income-producing asset. That yep. asset is what's gonna pay for the car, that's gonna pay for the house, right? And so, you know, get in the room. Stop listening to your, your broke friends. Stop <laughs> listening to the to the friends that look like they got it. Because the, even, the, even the friends that look like they got it are probably living paycheck to paycheck as well, and they are one mistake away from being poor. So mm. get in the room with multi-millionaires yeah. who are going to teach you the game the right way, so that way you could know that it doesn't take, it's, it's not rocket science. You just have to have the right science, the right information to get to that next level. So it's all about the information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. What, what's the website again? Uh, that is uh, WealthDomination.com. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's September the 26th through the 30th. So it starts on a Monday, September the 26th through September the 30th. So okay. you really don't want to miss it. It's going to be crazy. Last time we did it, uh, we changed. We had about 850 people in there. 
or so we changed so many lives yeah. it's crazy like we we've helped people we just got a, um, a message from one of our mentees rosa shout out to rosa just said oh my god i just made ten thousand dollars in one day one day yeah we show you how so, to make money uh immediately in a in a pace where you feel like you're paying for you know you pay for this mentorship you got to take these courses mm -hmm. but once you get to the end you start making money right no we show you how to make money during that time during, during that time, time you're be, with us being who you are though yes, right exactly. being who you are already start yeah. making money at that point yeah. and the key thing that i want people to really take away from this is we're giving you valuable information for you you everybody y'all individual like instagrams and twitters if absolutely you follow you. um you can reach out to me um Marvin at Marvin Mitchell official. That's Marvin Mitchell official. But be careful, y'all. No dots, no slashes, and so many fake Instagram accounts out there. Just Marvin Mitchell official. Uh, you go. You can go to my website, IamAshCash.com. Follow me on all social media platforms at IamAshCash. And make sure you listen to uh, watch Inside the Vault. Inside the Vault, <laughs> the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Fast out to my guys at EYL. EYL, what's happening? Yep, yeah. Down. And for me, you can find me on Instagram at IamStormLeroy. You'll find everything about me there. Start from there. That's right. It's Ash Cast, Storm Leroy, and Marvin Mitchell. Thank you for joining us, brother. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. The Breakfast Club. Hey everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kevin Gates. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. So I was on Twitter and I was like, why is Kevin Gates trending? And so I went on there and I saw why and they were posting clips of things that Kevin Gates has said some of them were from the Breakfast Club but remember this clip when Kevin Gates did an interview with Men's Health and he talked about losing weight dang bro how you get skinny so fast I need some tips one word commitment but what really did it for me I had my shirt off and I was holding my partner baby and his baby tried to suck my breast. The baby kept going like this. You know how babies open their mouth and do that? And I just was like, I am too f fat. I'm a fat slob, I need to lose weight. That was the most embarrassing shit. I mean, shit. even though I'm a big gorilla, I still got, I got feelings too. Man, that shit hurt my feelings. I said, man, I gotta lose some weight. Whatever works, yeah. whatever motivates yeah. you. That was an older interview. And then they were posting this where he sat down with academics and People were questioning whether or not he really was able to start a car with his bare hands. I believe him. Here's what he said. You did not please start no car battery with your bare hands. Me. If I didn't, may God murder my children. I don't even, I hate that I even spoke about that. If I didn't, may God murder my children. No, don't say that. Please, <laughs> kill them today. Right now, today. I believe him. I believe, I believe him too. Who would even say that? But anyway, there's a whole bunch of, if you see Kevin Gates trending. I mean, listen, sometimes pe a lot of people have uh, different abilities that they may not speak about just because they don't want uh, people to judge them or they don't think anybody will believe them. But I believe him. Yeah, I believe him. All right. Yo Gotti and Angela Simmons were partying together. So a lot of people were like, okay, looks like, you know, he finally got a shot. But they just happened to be in the same club. And so he's sitting down. She's kind of dancing. She's celebrating her birthday. And that's it. But, of course, everybody brought up the down in the DMs, you know, how he said he had a crush on her. So there you have it. All right. Now let's talk about Fat Joe. He was on with Mike Tyson, hot boxing with Mike Tyson. And he talked about Mike Tyson offering Remy Ma cars or whatever just to be in a relationship with him. Here's what, uh, here's what Fat Joe had to say about that incident. 
Mike invites me to the house and he says, bring Remy Ma with you. We go to the house. He opens the door butt naked. Right? <laughs> so I'm Why? like, there was a, a, a chick in every room. <laughs> in every fucking room. Jacuzzi, this. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I am Mike. He wanted to he wanted to keep Remy Bond. Right? <laughs> you can't keep And he someone. made offers like he showed us some convertible Benz new shit. He was like, you can keep this. Mike, we can't do that. We can't Mike makes my sister. He said, well, come on, Joe. I was like, you can't do this. He offered us some fing five hundred bands this. I was like, oh my <laughs> God. And hey, yo, that was a great time, Mike. I had a wonderful time with you. Ah! He's like, get me out of here. <laughs> you my sister and all. But but a five hundred bins. Mm. I'm not gonna spend the night somewhere for <laughs> five hundred bins. Okay. No, we get the bins. You're not you. That, that was Why that bins I... was for Joe. Did Envy just say we'll get the bins? Did you try to pimp <laughs> like, me? Did he say me? Oh, he, oh, he said bins. I thought he meant like bend. Like he'll bend over too. That's what I thought he was trying to say. Envy would do five hundred bins. Five hundred <laughs> bins for bins. You <laughs> really want to go to the club, Erica Banks? <laughs> 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 All right, now, Fat Joe, of course, Fat Joe has been making the rounds. We're getting ready for the BET Hip Hop Awards. And he also was celebrating the opening day of the Rock Nation School of Music, Sports, and Entertainment. And he was a guest speaker at the school speaker series. And he talked about a time that he was high and naked on the street. So I'm in my apartment. I'm still in the Bronx, right? And she convinces me to get high. And so I smoked. I got so paranoid. I ran out the house butt naked. <laughs> Real talk. In the middle of the night, I ran out of there, and the girl, she pulls up in my car. I had the white Lexus at the time. She's like, Joe, Joe, get in the car. I was already fat Joe, too. I'm going to die. I got to go to I'm going to die. Right, so she convinced me finally to get in the car that she was going to take me to the hospital. She takes me around the block, and we go in the crib, and I take like seven showers. I never want you guys to see Fat Joe running naked down the street. <laughs> We're going streaking. I love Joe, man. <laughs> go, Joe. Joey. He always has the best story. I can't wait for his book and his TV I show. Cannot, I, I, I love Joe. I, I, Fat Joe, not, I love reading books. I love like physical copies, but I also love uh, listening on Audible. I can't wait to listen to Fat Joe's book on Audible. I know it's going to be Holly. Drop a all right. Drop a bomb for Fat Joe, man. Yeah, speak to my guy, Fat Joe. He came to um, my, my late night talk show last week. Uh, hell of a week and had a lot of interesting uh, things to say. You can scream that now on Paramount+. Plus. Salute to Fat Joe. All right. Well, that mm -hmm. is your rumor report. All right. People's, now, the people's Choice mix. Choice mix is up next. Still it's the Breakfast about, Club. Still about being the People's Choice, huh? Yep. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Galaxy Z Fold 4 is here to change the way you get things done. Now you can browse social media while tuning into a video call. And with the expansive foldable screen, you can use up to three apps at the same time. Visit Samsung.com today to order your Galaxy Z Fold 4. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout to the New York Giants again. I'm going to be DJing this Monday. Who they the playing? Giants, Who they playing? Cowboys the greatest game. football team the ever Cowboys. to walk the face of the earth. The Bills? No. And we're no, and we're gonna bust their ass. And if you're coming to the game, I know the tickets are. are, are I think they sold out, so you got to go to StubHub or, or wherever to get them. We're wearing all white because it's a home game, and they're wearing the white jersey. So all white, everything, and we're gonna bust. Oh, y'all really going Latino? First of all, I mean, y'all really gonna be Dominican? Let's be clear: you're not supposed to wear any white after Labor Day. That's number one. 
All right. Number two, the Dominican outfit for a long time in New York was a New York Giants jersey and white jeans. Is that what y'all bringing back? That's right. Yes. Okay. Well, shout out to all my Dominicanos. Okay. But yes, okay. All white, okay. white, everything. Well, salute to the Dallas Cowboys. The final score will be 15 to 12 Dallas. Very low scoring game. <laughs> Watch. Mark my word. Very low scoring game. 15 to 12 will be the final score. Dallas Cowboys going to win. My goodness. All right. Oh, we got a shout out to uh, Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy for joining us this Man. morning. Absolutely. Man. That was amazing. Celebrating 35 years of a different world. And I really, really, truly feel, man, and I, you know, I asked this question during the interview, but I really feel like there was a systemic play to shift the narrative of black people on television. Because there's no way that we grew up in the 1900s with shows like Cosby Show and Different World and Martin and Living Single and, you know, 227. Like, you realize all of those shows all showed uh, healthy black families, right? Like, there was a mother, there was a father. Even if they weren't the richest, they might have been middle class. Even some of them might have been poor, but it was still a family unit. And somewhere along the line, they just got rid of all of that stuff on yeah. purpose, I believe. All right. Well, shout to everybody that it, that was influenced by a different world that made them go to college, that That's made right. them go to an HBCU because I was one of them. So... I'm appreciative and grateful for what the, all the work that they put in. And that's exactly yeah. why they shut shows like that down. You could have it, never told me ever that I'd be sitting here with Jasmine Guy and Kadeem Hardison ever in my life. Yeah, that's one of those ones where, you know, people always ask you, like, yo, who, who, who would you like to interview? Who would you like to interview? And you never can think of nobody in the moment, you know what I mean? But that's one of those ones that when you're sitting in front of them, you're like, this is perfect. <laughs> like, this is absolutely <laughs> positively a dream conversation. So, yeah, salute to Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy. All right, well, give, give, oh, who are you giving your positive note? Well, I said who are you positive. Well, give us a positive note. Well, first, I want to tell everybody, too, man, uh, make sure you go to mentalwealthexpo.com. Uh, register to be at the Mental Wealth Expo on October the 8th at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. You know, it is a day of mental health and healing uh, healing lessons. And um, I did my first one last year. This is the second annual one. This year, we got uh, Pastor Torre Roberts, Sarah Jakes Roberts, Nadra Tawab Glover, Dr. Rita Walker, uh, Dr. Alfie Breland Noble, Dr. Spirit, David McCullough. We have a lot of different people in the mental health uh, space. A lot of mental health professionals, man, that you know can help us get on the right track. So I hope to see you there. It's a free event, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Just go to mentalwealthexpo.com to register to be there. Now, the positive note is simply this. You're not here to be liked. You're here to do what you came here to do, period. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.